Hey everybody, it's Kevin Ruta here with Digital Marketing Fastlane. Today I have a very special guest. Today I have Peter Roda. Peter's actually my friend. I met him a while ago when we were in Thailand together. That's the first time we met and we've just kept in touch ever since then. Uh, Thailand was a great experience. Uh, you know, I think it's Peter's first time in Asia. We definitely had a lot of fun going out there. Peter's an SEO guy. We both go to a lot of the same conferences together. We're both now having the same masterminds together. We're in a few Skype groups, a few Facebook groups. And you know, Peter's a great SEO. He lives in Boston. And I'd love for you guys to listen to Peter and see what he says about SEO and kind of the state of SEO right now in 2022. So Peter, thanks for coming on and love for you to introduce yourself. Yeah, thanks for having me, Kevin. My name is Peter Rauda. I've been doing SEO since 2011. So like most people, got into it randomly and kind of just had a sports blog and was looking for ways to promote it and started doing searches online and learned about a bit about digital marketing. And then I thought maybe I wanted to pursue this as a career and had an internship and kind of went from there. So I've done many types of SEO, local, client, e-commerce, uh, pretty wide range. When you were starting out SEO, what would you say like made you want to think about SEO? I know people want to start SEO, but is it different now than maybe like, you know, when you, when we started maybe five, six years ago, I'm assuming you're talking about affiliate marketing, correct? Yeah. I mean, I guess when I started, at least in 2011, there was a bigger focus on a lot of more like spam blogs and article directories and much more spammier things. I, I think right now more, it's a heavier focus on user experience and basically being topical authority experts and things like that. And I think that's where Google has gone and it's gone to more of a complete understanding of entities and topics more so keywords in the past. So things have certainly come a long way and I think that's what the future holds. Okay. Yeah, no, exactly. It's definitely a lot, little bit different than before. I think back then, you know, a lot of affiliate marketing, everybody was doing, I think at that during the time when we first connected Peter, we were doing a lot of Amazon and it made sense. The Amazon commissions were super high. Everybody was like in it and, you know, kind of, at least when we were into that, it was a very different sort of field and competition. Now it's kind of interesting because you probably seen this too. And people listen to SEO. There's like people that know SEO that know it works. And then there's, there's like another subset SEO works. And then they're buying these SEO websites to make cash, right? You know, empire flippers. And then there's people like kind of just before people that just be like, oh, SEO doesn't work. So it's like a weird, like slow transition between like guys like ourselves that we've been doing SEO and we're like, yeah, like Amazon affiliates is making us, you know, whatever, five, 10 K a month passive. And people are like, that's not true. Right. But then there's people are buying those websites for like half a million dollars. And, you know, there's other people that just don't believe it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's certainly become more popular. And now at least you often see a lot of these major publications even creating affiliate content and just kind of made things a lot more competitive. Yeah, exactly. And that's kind of, you know, interesting. I think SEO, it gets a bad rep, but I think we're seeing this sort of space evolve over time. And you're probably seeing it now too, Peter. It's like all these affiliate sites that we created kind of are really hard now because the big players like, you know, Business Insider or even like, you know, the big, big brands like CNN have now subdomains that are affiliates that are bringing in all this affiliate revenue because Amazon and all these companies are just paying so much commission for this sort of e-commerce purchase. Yeah, no, that's definitely a good point. And I agree. And I think even Google's, I guess, testing an update right now where they're 
basically putting product review type content within the SERP. So, I mean, a lot of affiliates have gone heavy, more focused on info type content and having display ads and things like that. So helps to kind of offset that, but I think it's just only going to continue just being super competitive. So you just really have to niche down or have a pretty um, just topical authority at this point. Now that we talk about a little bit of SEO, kind of the state of SEO, kind of let's talk about what you're seeing is working right now with SEO. Obviously, Peter, for people listening, you know, you do SEO full time, but then you also have your own SEO agency where you help people out with their websites, audits, uh, link building. Maybe talk to people a little bit about that and then we'll go into kind of, you know, what's working right now. Sure. Yeah. So um, like Kevin mentioned, I work full-time, but primarily work with a lot of um, stock photography websites. But what's really working with a lot of those sites is just um, having a really strong on-page and good internal linking and definitely complete coverage of that. And on freelance and things like that, at least e-commerce, I do some there. I'm I'm seeing like a lot of just uh, good focus on like having strong internal linking and making sure using like surf or like something like that to like cover the content and just having strong backlinks and just making sure you're just really knowing your stuff well. And I think that's continues to work because um, even though Google's come a long way, just from backlinks, I think it's always been like that, but I, my focus has always been to have a strong foundation because it's often easier to control something that you have control of like an on-page more than an off-page because it's just, it can be more extensive an on-page. It's like you get those quick wins and just builds a strong foundation. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, I think Peter here talked about two very interesting points. One, I know Peter mentioned Surfer. So for people listening, what Peter's talking about is Surfer SEO. Peter, correct me if I'm wrong, right? Surfer SEO is a tool out there that kind of really helps you analyze the top 10 results, seeing what's ranking, how much content there is, how much H1 to H2, how much alt tags, how much images they're using. It's a nice platform because this was something that SEOs like Peter did manually. Now this tool you put in like a keyword will say, hey, these top 10 websites have, you know, 1,000 words. They have one H1, three H3s. And this is kind of like gives you guidance on what to write. And again, it also gives you content analysis. The tool does a little bit much more than this, does this, but that's kind of the overview. It's a great tool. Um, so that's what Peter, Peter's talking about there. And the next thing Peter mentioned something great was on-page SEO, this is why it's so important to have control on your website. And sometimes having a great CMS, such as WordPress, is great. I know sometimes people use Shopify. That's another great one, too. Shopify is great. But again, something like WordPress, I think, gives you more customization or customability because you can really control everything, right? The H1, the title tag, the meta tags, all the technical SEO. And that's exactly what Peter said. It's on-page, you can really control it, whereas off-page, and that's kind of the backlinks that Peter was saying, is yes, you can reach out to webmasters and say, hey, can you give me a link? Can you write a blog post? But ultimately you don't have control because they can just delete it out of nowhere. They can remove it. They can change your anchor text. So that's a little bit less control versus your on-page. And that's kind of, I think, what Google is also kind of seeing where links are, of course, important. But as the web is evolving, as you know, time's evolving, like people aren't really linking to things anymore or they're linking to tweets or they're linking to like other stuff. It's, it's a very different world of people linking stuff. So that's kind of what I'm seeing. And I think Google needs to, is also sort of seeing that as well. Yeah, no, those are some good points. I definitely agree with Kevin. Next, let's talk about kind of, you know, you mentioned that you do a lot of e-commerce SEO. 
Let's talk about that. You know, kind of what does that mean? How is it different than regular SEO? Maybe affiliate SEO? How does that sort of change? We have a lot of people that do e-commerce. You know, we do Facebook ads. You know, people want Google ads. Why is SEO important for e-commerce brands? I mean, I think with e-commerce, um, well, at least most things people are searching, search engines are primary use of how people basically search out information. And um, unlike paid ads, you don't have to pay for this traffic. So if you are doing a pretty good job on there, you're going to basically get it for free. And obviously, like, I mean, you might have to pay for the consultant, but you're not going to have to pay for that traffic. And I think with e-commerce, there's definitely a heavier focus on a lot of category pages and single product pages and things like that versus, say, um, New York Times, where it's a heavier focus on blog content or informational content. Right. We're working with a lot of e-commerce founders, Peter. What are you saying? Like, are you seeing a lot of e-commerce founders now sort of think about SEO? Uh, what stage are you seeing them come to you for help? You know, is it like a brand new brand that's like, hey, I have this new product now on SEO it? Or is it like, hey, you know, they're, you know they've been selling already for, you know, 10, 30, 40K a month. And now they're like, okay, now I need to think about SEO. Because really SEO is just another marketing channel, right? Everything we're doing is marketing. It's not just like a tactic. It's a long-term growth, especially SEO. It takes, you know, months and months of nothingness to like the results be like, oh, something happened, right? I mean, I think it just depends on where you are. If you're initially starting out as an e-commerce company, um, SEO is obviously important, but it does take time. So I'd probably start with some paid traffic, but definitely have SEO going. So I think it just depends on where they are and what some of their goals are. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's very important. I think, and I think too, at least for SEO and e-commerce, it really depends on your experience with SEO. At least for me, whenever I do, a project, Peter, you know, I always start with SEO in mind because it's sort of my background, my skill. I know it works. I know it's effective. And that's something I tell people all the time with SEO. If you're just starting off with SEO, sometimes you don't believe it works. But the biggest companies out there rely on SEO because once you're top three, you're sort of getting all this great traffic. Of, and it's not just traffic. It's also qualified traffic when you're getting the right keyword. And that's, of course, important. Of course, Peter, you know, someone could rank for a random keyword, but it doesn't mean it's great traffic. And Sometimes, you know, people say like, oh, look, I have 10,000 organic visitors, but 9,000 are keywords that are not relevant. And so that's why it's like, people are like, oh, it doesn't work. But that's the way I think about it. It's always about the relevant keywords. And talk to us a little bit about keywords and, and volume. And is that important? Is it not important? How do, you, how do you think about it when you're working with clients? Good question. So, I mean, there was a recent study by Ahrefs, which is a basically a provider of backlink analysis, but they want... So far as to say, basically, I guess um, a lot of the Google AdWords keyword tool, a lot of that keyword volume is overestimates, so they have a more accurate. But I mean, as far as we know, those that information has always been estimates. So I think it really just comes down to more picking the right keywords that your customers are actively searching for, opposed to just say only focusing on volume because there might be things that have less search volume, but if you know it, the intent is better and it's, I guess, further in the conversion cycle, you can get better. But ideally a mix of maybe high volume and low volume stuff. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, what Pierce said, intent is so important in SEO. There could be a keyword with maybe like a hundred you know, search volume, but the intent is like buy high end, you know, sneakers. That means that someone's really looking to buy these sort of high end sneakers that you ideally want to show up number one versus, you know, sneakers, you know, of course that keyword 
potentially is, you know, half a million searches a month. That means someone's just browsing or casually looking for something. And yes, you want to be there because that will then help people know about your brand. And then again, you can use that again, talk about marketing with other channels, with Facebook ads, Google ads, retargeting to get people to come back. So that's why I think SEO is important. And what Peterson's important too, it's like, you want to mix of these sort of like broad keywords where again, broad keywords are super hard to rank for because they're so broad, but once you get there, you're going to get so much traffic and they might not convert, but that will help your other marketing channels because then now you have more brand visibility. And that's kind of like the holistic marketing approach to things that we're seeing now. And that's why SEO is so important because it can really put your brand in front of other people and at least let them to think about it. You know, we talked about a little bit of SSR for SEO. What are some other tools out there that you're using? Of course, as a small business owner, e-commerce owner, where should we get started with SEO? I mean, for most owners, it's probably fine to just maybe use a tool like Ahrefs. Me, primarily, my stack is mostly just um, a lot of Search Console and Google Analytics, which all that information is free. But I use some tools like Keywords Everywhere, which basically pulls data from um, the AdWords keyword tool and that shows you like related keywords and other things like that. So that's a really good one. I mean, that and Surfer and Ahrefs are the primary ones I use as well as just going on the physical pages and looking and seeing how things are and making sure you're like your title tags are correct and things like that. Yep, exactly. Yeah. A big tools that I use, Ahrefs, one of my favorite tools out there. I use it almost every single day. I love it. I've had subscription for a while. I love it for keyword planning, uh, looking up links, looking up competitors. Uh, there's so many other things that these SEO tools do besides just SEO. It's just kind of like how you're thinking about it. I love just looking at the companies. Again, Ahrefs also has Google Analytics, uh, sorry, Google AdWords uh, data as well. So you can see what people are running. Um, you can see, you know, site crawlers, all this little fun stuff. So that you can do. Uh, another tools that I, I use are Surfer SEO as well. I also use Google Analytics. I use Google Search Console. I use Pro Rank Tracker. I use SEMrush. Uh, all of these tools that I, I love just because it's so important. Maybe some closing thoughts here. What are your thoughts on SEO for 2022 and what are some big things that you see coming? Uh, I mean, there's been a heavy focus on AI writing. So I think that's certainly becoming pretty popular now because some of the content actually does rank pretty well. So, I mean, I think Google's just going to really need to like step up their game because if the content's good enough, they're not going to be able to tell the difference. So I would probably say that and just making sure when you get people on your site, you're getting them convert because rankings and traffic are great, but if people aren't completing stuff, you want to make sure that's happening. So Maybe using a tool like Hotjar, which allows you to analyze some of the usage metrics like heat maps and even using Google Optimize to run some A and B tests. So I think obviously traffic's always important, but you need to make sure it converts. So I'd probably say those are some big things. Yep. No, that's definitely good. Like I said, like Peter said, I think traffic's important. Another key big thing that he mentioned here is the conversion of that traffic. Peter, where can people go find you, talk to you, maybe connect with you, or even, you know, if they're looking to work with you, where can they go and, uh, you know, shoot you an email? Um, I mean, you can check out my LinkedIn. It's Peter Rota, or um, my email is rota.peter at yahoo.com. And I am in the process of creating a new website for myself. So hopefully that will be up soon. But yeah, um, thanks again for having me, Kevin. Okay, great. Guys, remember that's Peter Rota. 
and, and you can always reach out to him and if you have any work. And of course, we'll put his email in the description as well. All right, Peter, thank you so much. Have a great day. Thanks again, Kevin.